I think that there's this element of, of belief that you can do it to really embrace that and, and do whatever it takes to, for you to be able to believe, even if even if you only believe 5% that the goal is possible, to just embrace 100% of that 5%. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Goals Do Come True with me, Doug Bennett. Today, I am joined by Aaron Solly. Now, Aaron, he is from British Columbia, a town. Is Surrey a town? It's a city. It's a county. It's a county in the UK. And he's a leadership development life coach, does some public speaking, does some career development coaching as well. He's got a take on SMART goals, and we love SMART goals. And we love them being pulled to bits and pieces and and new slants being given on them. So, Aaron, thanks very much for joining me from across the pond. Tell us a little bit more about yourself that we've not covered off there and and a bit about goals. Yeah, thanks so much for for having me, Doug. Yeah, great to be here. For 15 years of my career, I was in, in the banking world, in financial services, and went into that career because it was the thing to do. It was a safe, you know, safe place to work, good pension, good benefits, good income. And within a short period of time, I found myself struggling and not happy. And these goals that were being set for me in the roles I in, where it was in were, were difficult for me to achieve, and my passion wasn't there. And for years, I had been studying various self-development practitioners and, and you know, reading lots of self-help books. And so I had this desire to do something bigger and have, you know, I had these big goals for myself. And I started to realize that perhaps the industry I was in and the, and the positions I was in wasn't the right place for me to be to be able to accomplish things. Okay, good. Well, I'm, I'm in financial services still. As well as this, nice, uh, yeah, the, this bit along the side. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. I, I'm self-employed, my own financial advisor. So my targets are set by me, and my goals are set by me. Whereas when they're imposed upon you externally, yeah, I can see why they're not that exciting. Really, you've done a smart goals don't work unless you do. Now, I love that. That just that essence of that because. You know, we have the law of attraction out there and it says, you know, think and you will become or, you know, pull it in, but it's all to do with the work. So tell us a little bit more about your take on the goal side of things and, and where work is involved. For many years, I, uh, I did follow the smart goal philosophy because that's, that's really what in sales positions and customer service positions, that's what we were trained on is, you know, you got to have a specific goal. It's got to be measurable. It's got to be achievable, realistic, and it's got to be timely, right? And so that was a very, you know, simple formula to be able to follow to ideally hit goals. But, you know, what I recognize is that as I was doing that, sometimes I would hit them and sometimes I wouldn't. It would be a bit of a, you know, up and down roller coaster Mm -hmm. ride and it wasn't consistent. You know, there was something that, that was missing. In a lot of the books I was reading, they were getting to the point a bit, but it wasn't fully articulating how to achieve the goal on a consistent basis. And so what I what I started to learn, and this is actually through a counseling diploma program I took through an organization called ClearMind International, is when you set a goal, there's this aspect of the, the experience that you want to have. The, the movie The Secret touches on this, but I, you know, it didn't go as deep into it. I think it, it, they were just kind of scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. 
But when you set a goal, there's it's important to you know embrace the way it's going to feel when you accomplish it, right? Uh, what are you going to you know What are you going to hear? What are you going to see? You know who are you going to be when you've reached that goal? And that's what a lot of these gurus, if you will, these you know these people that are achieving really big goals in the books that they're writing, that's the one piece that may be missed by people when they're reading through these books. Uh, you know, people like Bob Proctor and you know Tony Robbins and Brian Tracy. Like, there's this this element of visualization, but it's not just seeing it, which the secret talked a lot about seeing the goal, you know, seeing yourself in the car, but it's about actually feeling it and experience it. So what, in that little workshop I did, I talked about that smart goals don't work unless you do this. And that this part was really getting clear on what you want your experience to be when you achieve that goal. So like, like I just said, what are you going to see? What are the things you're going to see? What are, the, what are you going to hear? So what are you going to be saying to yourself? What are other people going to be saying to you when you when you reach this goal and you, you've accomplished it? And on the seeing side, are you going to see accolades? Are you going to be seeing a party that you're at? Are you going to be seeing some, some gain that you're going to have because of it? Maybe a, a trip that you're going to be able to take because you've reached it? And then what are you going to feel like? So what's that feeling inside of you that, you know, are you going to be excited? Are you going to be proud, grateful? What does that feeling look like? And feelings are, can be tough. And for me, I, I didn't know how to feel for the longest time. And it took me a while to practice on, on really getting to know what, you know, what happiness felt like, what true happiness felt like. And it wasn't just happiness that was superficial. It was actually happiness that inspired me and motivated me to want to do more. Yeah. Wow. I like that. It's very easy when you're listening to something like that to pull a goal in and then start. I, I started thinking how I was going to feel, what things were going to, you know, sound like. But this is this is one of my goals that you know I've been sort of working on. I'm not about to share it yet because I want to get a little bit further in, and you yeah, know, sure. some, it's easy to share, but. You know, some, just sometimes you just have to keep them to yourself. I mean, I'm a great believer in sharing it and getting the support because that's worthwhile. But I was visualizing there where I was and how I was feeling about it. So I do like that. Yeah. No, and I, and I hear you about not sharing it because it, it's, it's not that it's a secret. It's that, it, you know, the, sometimes you want to make sure that the things that you're saying to yourself about the goal are not... They're not swayed by other people's opinions. Sometimes, if you share a goal with the wrong person, their own impression of that goal, you know, may be quite negative because they don't believe that it's possible. So you're right. You want to, you know, sometimes you do keep things and goals to yourself until you're ready to share where it feels like you're in a place where sharing it, no matter what anybody says, you still are fully embracing it and fully believing it for sure. Yeah. When you're doing your goals, we like smart. We're adding now some visualization to it. We're we're tasting it if you like we're listening to see and hear what's coming so it's a much much bigger deeper experience which i'm guessing embeds it more deeply within the psyche and the brain and would that be Definitely. where you go with that exactly yeah you're imprinting the um the experience you want so that your subconscious mind is actually behind the scenes you know while you're sleeping and while you're just being active throughout your day, it's actually uh, looking for ways for that experience to actually happen, right? And you may get a hint of inspiration that you need to phone this person all of a sudden, and you don't know where it's coming from, but it's because you've been in those states of what it's going to be like to, to reach your goal. And all of a sudden you're going to get these hints of, oh, maybe I need to phone that person up. And, and you don't really know why, but it it's an indicator of, oh, this 
This is going to help you reach your goal. And being open to the way that you reach your goal may not be the way that you actually had logically thought about it, that it could be a different way that it that actually occurs. Yes, not necessarily how you would necessarily first envisage it. I had yeah. that experience. I had an income goal, which was quite big. And I'd written it down a couple of times, that's for sure, because I like the writing down aspect of it. It came as two lump sums either side of a tax year. So actually I hit the figure, even though it wasn't an income, I'd sold a business. So, you know, sometimes we just got to accept it comes and not quite the way that you were expecting it. And, and, you know, just suck it up really. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter how it comes just so long as it comes. Okay. So do you write your stuff down? You know, I do. And this is something I, my book that you see behind me there is all about journaling. And, and so I've been journaling and, and writing down the good and the bad throughout my life because writing out the bad actually helps for, for me. I found it's cathartic to just write it out and kind of release it. And then also writing out, you know, the goals and the good things that are happening to be able to recognize the wins that are happening along the way. So, and it's, there's actually a lot of benefits of writing it out because you're using that visual auditory and kinesthetic parts of your, your brain. And so it actually helps embed it more when you're, you know, if you can write it out with a pen and pencil or pen or pencil on paper is ideal, but you know, typing onto a Word doc can work as well. I feel writing. the physicality the of physicality, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's there. So, right. So this is a podcast and may turn into a video. So we have to share with people that your book is Engage, Connect and Grow, 52 yeah. Lessons to Guide Individuals and Corporate, can't see that, corporate to the heart teams. of corporate teams to the heart of what truly matters to them. So, you know, we'll make sure that that information is contained in the show notes, but tell us a little bit, okay, are there one or two easy win lessons that, you know, we can share that will give a soup song of the content of your book? There's three sections. So engage, connect, grow. So the the first section of the book, the first 21 lessons is all about engagement. And to, to me, what that means is actually deciding, you know, we talked about being open, right? So it's about accepting that there's a different way of doing things and being open to exploring that and engaging in that that aspect of things that okay the things i've been doing right now and for the last however many years i'm not working and now uh, it's getting to a point where i'm okay i'm open to trying something different and to look at things and take a different perspective and that could be reviewing things from the past to look for different clues uh, because i believe our our past leaves clues for us of mm. you know our passions and can help us move forward uh, it's not about staying in the past but it's about looking for clues that we can bring into the present moment and so that's i think one of the key aspects is really just being open to okay something needs to change the way i'm doing things is not working Let, let's look at doing it differently from moving forward Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you don't mind me just spending a few moments to tell you about my new book. I'm very excited. It's called Think Simple, Win Big, How to Build the Business of Your Dreams with a Few Simple Goals. And it's a rewrite of my original book, Goals Do Come True. And it's especially available for entrepreneurs, either new entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs who want to get the fundamentals right with their business. So if you are interested in getting your hands on a copy, go to my website, www.dougbennett.co.uk. Anyway, let's go back to the podcast.
Okay. So that's the engage and then moving on to the connect. Yeah. So the connect is about connecting to yourself and to others. And so that's true connection. And that's looking at, you know, people have, 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 and you've maybe done a values exercises. So really getting clear on what your values are and what are non-negotiable values for you. So things that you're not going to waver, even when people come into your life and they they try to steer you in, in a certain way that's not, not maybe not ethical in your eyes, right? And I've experienced this being in sales positions over the years where I did things because it kept me working there and it kept me having a job, but it didn't feel in alignment with what I believed in as far as how to take care of clients and how, how to service them, right? So, but it's, yeah, so it's getting really clear on who you are, you know, what's important to you, and then how can you be- better connect with yourself so you can better connect with people in your life? Yeah, I like that yeah. too. I can, and you, you know, I, there's been a few periods in my life where it's like you've done things just like there, there was a necessity to do them at the point, but it wasn't comfy. And then I've even had in a previous life, the sales manager, his philosophy was, and this was awful, you take your bite out of them before they take it out of you. Oh boy. Which was, you know, it's like, really? Oh, come on. You know, that's, that, that's never been my way. He couldn't work out either why I would sit and have a three hour meeting with a client and just have, you know, general conversations and really back to the connection side of things. I mean, we parted company after a few years because we were in business together, but it was like, well, why do you spend so long with these people? And it's like, well, I'm actually the one that gets the most referrals and the most repeat business of the three of us that were working together at that time. And it's like, well, to me, that's that's what it's all about. The connection to people is is what it's all about. And it just makes the job easier for the future. And I've got people that have been coming to see me. I've been looking after them for 30 years. Yeah. yeah we're hardwired for human connection. And that gets lost in the sales side of things that the pressure to hit targets every quarter, you know, c- totally over overlooks the core of building relationships. Mm-hmm. And if the relationships are built properly and effectively and fully connected, they're not going to have to worry about those targets coming in because you've built that foundation. Yeah. 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 So then we move on to the grow. Yeah. Section, which we've probably just touched on a little bit there, but you know, yeah. Share, yeah. Share grow, a little bit more. Yeah. So grow is about taking action. And what can happen is that people, when they're looking to make change in their life, and that could be even just simply trying to, to get back into shape, they just take action right away. It's like, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to work out three or four times a week. You know, it's January 1st. I, this is my New Year's resolution. And now we're, you know, now we're into past mid-February. And, and a lot of those people that, that set that New Year's resolution maybe didn't fall through. Maybe it fell through and they didn't actually continue doing it because they did the grow piece before they did the engage and the connect piece, right? The grow comes after when you're fully engaged in who you are and who you want to be, and you're more connected to who you want to, who you want to be and how you want to, how you want to, you know, I guess act in the world and how you want to communicate. The grow piece can, it can start to happen naturally where, like I talked about earlier, these little hints of inspiration happen, right? And so you can actually grow and start taking action because you're now drawn to the right types of maybe activities or exercises or meeting the right people that are that are in alignment with your values. And so those steps that you start to take when you grow are more 
in align with who you are. And so the grow portion of the book, I do give people different examples of how to, you know, how to grow in different ways of doing that. And then really it's about just embracing what feels right for the individual or the team. It's, it's, uh, looking at that. that is so very important because we are so different with seven and point whatever billion and none of us are the same. So there's, you know, we do need this and we need to accept that people get it differently. So that's that's quite useful. So there's 52 lessons there in the book. Yeah, so it's set up to just do these simple journaling exercises once a week. So it's not to be major that people have to invest their time into. It's just working on these exercises once a week as a self self-study type of workbook and to be able to progress from there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we like that. We like that. I'd like to ask any big hairy audacious goals that you're working on presently. There is one that I've just actually started to to explore, and I, I to be honest, I don't know how it's going to all come together. I'm still in that process, but I have I help sales and service professionals with their mental wellness. Really, when it comes down to it, they're coming because they're stressed out. They're either burnt out or they're close to being burnt out. They're giving all of their energy and all of their time to their clients, and and, and they're not they're not taking care of themselves. And so, and wh- when I did that in my career in sales and that I would have these cycles of depression that would show up, right? I would have these down periods of, it could be two weeks, it could be three months, six months. And that impacted my performance. It didn't Mm. stop me from going to work, but I just hindered my ability to be effective in my career. It also impacted my first marriage, which failed and broke down, you know, midway into my career. And so I had these realizations that I need to do things differently, right? And I, and because I was in these depressed states for so long. And it was impacting all the people in my life and my ability to really be who I was. So what I've been doing is looking at ways that how can we, and maybe it's not, maybe it's more just non-clinical depression, but how can we cure depression, right? And non-clinical depression is more situational. So you lose your job and then you, it really affects you and you're down and out for, you know, three, six months and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's hard to get back out of that or you, or your relationship fails, you know, your marriage breaks down or your re- relationships breaks down. And now you've, you've have this loss that you're dealing with. And it really impacts your ability to function and puts you in that depressed state, right? Or maybe you've lost a loved one. I, I lost my grandfather when I was 10 and I, I didn't really understand the, at that age, I didn't understand the importance of, of being able to grieve that loss mm-hmm. and go through those steps of grieving. So, so my, yeah, so my big goal is, is, you know, what if like non-clinical depression, there was a cure for it where it was more like the common cold where you're maybe you're down and out for a couple of days. But you have the right, more natural-based, you know, non-prescription drug-based types of remedies can get you out of it and get you back into your, you know, your happy, joyful, passionate self again more efficiently. I'm totally with you on that. I know it's not the catch-all, or you know, but I think if people have got goals or they've got something that they're working towards, then they're going to be less stressed. They're going to be more capable. They're going to be. It can help with mental health. Uh, and uh, I know that's a broad statement, really, but I think so much of people's problems are the fact that they don't know where to go or what their point is very often. And I think exactly. with, with some goals, simple ones to start with, you know, putting them on the journey towards something bigger, it's got to help, is my thought, but it's probably considerably more complicated than that. Oh yeah, no, there's, there's definitely that. But I think your book, Think Simple When Big, like it's having those simple steps, right? Like I had a high school basketball coach that would tell us that 80% of the game is between your ears. Yes. 
but he never explained it to us. He never actually articulated what that meant. Because after he would say that, we would then go off and you know work on our plays and our passing and our cardio and all the physical elements of playing basketball, but never explained the mental side of it. And it took me into university to for the light bulbs to go off and understand what what that meant about the mental side. And I think the mental side of, of our lives is so important. And it could be even more than 80% of life is between our ears and being able to, you know, take care of that that mental muscle, if you will, right? And make sure that we're not just taking care of our physical health, but we're actually strengthening our, our mental health so that we can cope better when these challenges, because challenges are going to come up, right? And and how we, you know, if every day we're strengthening our mental muscle, then when those challenges come up, we're going to be able to be more effective at, at dealing with them and overcoming them more efficiently. Yes, I totally, totally concur with that. It's really, really cool. I'm just thinking for an Aaron Nugget goal setting, this is something everybody needs to know about goals and goal setting. That we haven't touched on already i think that there's this element of of belief that you can do it to really embrace that and and do whatever it takes to for you to be able to believe even if even if you only believe five percent that the goal is possible to just embrace a hundred percent of that five percent that you can actually achieve the goal and just you know go all in on that five percent and and do all the different things to embrace that so that 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 can grow and expand and that you can maybe bring it to 10% and 20% as you start to take the steps to get there. There we go. That's perfect. Absolutely perfect. So we've touched on quite a bit there and that, you know, there's that we could talk for the rest of the day, but I like to make these succinct and effective. And I think we've done that. So Aaron, thank you very much for joining me from Surrey, which is, as I say, a little county just down the road from where I'm based. Right. So I, I do, I do like that. We like Surrey. It's very, very posh in Surrey. So thank you very much for joining me from you know, Canada. We'll make sure absolutely that the book Engage, Connect, Grow, there's a link contained in the show notes and we'll make sure that your LinkedIn profile. So anybody wants to connect with you is able to do that. But what is this, you know, what is the quickest way to get to you? Where are you at? Because some people are Facebook, some people are LinkedIn. Where are you at? Do you have your own website? engagecoachinggroup.com. And there's a free resource there. If you go to engagecoachinggroup.com forward slash mastery, there's a free resource that I, um, I'm looking to just help as many people as possible with, uh, with how to thrive, the three keys to thrive in your personal, professional, and family life so they can access it there. Yeah. There we go. We love free stuff too. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks, Doug. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk. 